Hello, before this episode of Morlocks, a quick announcement. For the month of May, we will be doing leaders out of their own affiliations um, as kind of a theme. And while I already have the first one lined up as Captain America, I'm doing open casting for the rest of the month. So if you have an idea for one of the lesser-loved leaders outside of their own affiliations, so not the likes of your Thanos or Black Panther or Miles Morales or Mystique, I would love to hear it, and I would especially love to get some more people who aren't super ingratiated in the content creator scene of this game onto the show. Um, so if that sounds something like that is interesting to you, and you have a germination of a direction we could go, I would love for you to reach out to me on Discord, since that's where we record as well. That's kind of at minimum what you need for this. And so reach out to me. I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords and Gigypt on all the non-MCP discords. Or if you want to direct message me, I am Gigypt pound sign 1249. That is G-G-Y-P-P-T pound sign 1249. I hope that some of you guys reach out to me and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for lost and forgotten characters in Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is Jaron Foss. How are you doing today? Very good. Thank you for having me, Lexa. Um, and for those who don't know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Yep, so my name is Jaron Foss. Um, been playing Marvel for basically since release. Um, you might know me from the Strike Better podcast or all of my YouTube and Facebook and Twitch streams that you see coming up or my YouTube videos under Von Darkmoor Gaming. Fantastic. Um, I'm very happy to have you here. I am a big fan of Strike Better and I've mentioned it multiple times on this podcast as things that have inspired lists or ideas of stuff I have done. Yeah, we're just a few mad scientists over there. Yeah. Just constantly trying to break things and find the most powerful tech we can so we can try and get finally win one of these leagues. We keep coming second right now. Second and third. Yeah, yeah. You're you, you kind of do the spikier version of what I do. Cause I don't care about winning. I just care about having an interesting list and you guys care a lot more about winning, but you guys still experiment a lot because in there you can find new really powerful stuff. Oh, absolutely. Um, Farmer cares less about winning. I think he's more about the the story, but um, definitely myself, uh, my brother Travis Foss, and our best mate uh, Morgan Reed, absolute mm -hmm. power gamers. Yes. All about that win. Yes, you guys are. And we're doing something a little bit different this episode. Um, instead of talking about a piece to find uh, a forgotten piece to find a new home, we're talking about a forgotten home. And what place would that be? Uh, so my forgotten home is Avengers. Mm -hmm. Good old, so, good old yeah. Captain America. Pretty much, yeah. Like he's Avengers is a is a affiliation that I just constantly look at and think there's something hidden here that like it's open for just outright abuse, and I'm still trying to crack the code. Yeah, and it is. It is one of the most, like, singularly powerful affiliation abilities in the game. Oh, absolutely. I mean, superpowers win games, right? Yeah. So you're typically, the way I like to think of it is that you're 
your attacks will enable you to get into a position to win games but if you spend your superpowers in a efficient manner to gain victory points because generally superpowers won't give out power to the opposing team um they'll win you the game so cheaper mm-hmm. versions of that is a big plus yeah for sure um and they also have one exceptionally powerful team tactics card at this point oh you have to lay, which one's that one we talk about avengers assemble yes yes yeah it's great it's like climbing gear on crack yes exactly yeah really strong um so it's and Avengers is also one of the core box affiliations. It's one that my show hasn't touched on at all. I don't think we may have touched on it very very early on in the show, but I don't think it's actually come up super heavily. But it's also I think I, the biggest affiliation in the game. Yes, pretty sure it is. It's either them or Cabal, I think, or maybe Criminal Syndicate be pretty close by now as well. Yeah, um, Criminal Syndicate is not close. Um, really. <laughs> I actually don't keep up to date very often because the uh, affiliation lists are just constantly being updated. I just check in every now and again and go, oh, okay, they're also on the affiliation list. Awesome. Yeah. So there are currently 15 people in Avengers. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Criminal Syndicate's not even close. Yeah. Um, in my head, I thought it was like 9 or 10. No, so we currently... Let's, let's go through this full list. We have Captain America... Yep. Uh, Ant-Man. Strong, yep. Beast. Yep. Black Panther. Black Widow. Black Widow, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Captain Marvel. Hawkeye. Hulk. Iron Man. She-Hulk. Thor. Vision. Wasp. And Wolverine. Some powerful characters in there, but also some not-so-powerful characters. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there are some underrated characters in there. Yes. Hundred percent. I think Beast is slept on in Avengers because he gets a one power um, throw. Yeah. So I think that's a bit slept on there. Um, so any character for me that can double move and throw on turn one. I mean that's why Valkyrie is so popular, right? In mm-hmm. all of the control list. Yeah. So Beast can do the same thing in Avengers. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. And it's also I I'm a massive fan of Agent Widow. I know she gets kind of pushed out a lot by Two Point Black Widow, but I think the value of Interrogate as extra VP math is underrated by a lot. Anything that can give you VPs out of the objectives is already strong. But I think um, Agent Widow got pushed out of the meta, sadly, when they put Doom Prophecy onto the uh, restricted list. Yeah, but I've been having a lot of... um, use out of her i've been playing a doomed prophecy wakanda list i like it Uh, i like any any of the rapid fire characters i think have a good home in uh wakanda because they just auto they're just generating their own re-rolls every single attack so i think they're really strong there and also like in a pinch black panther is a good doomed prophecy target as well (laughs) yeah well we can re-roll all his attacks Pair that with all you've got or something like that, you might be able to wipe a whole team. Yeah. No, he he can do work. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. As you know, uh, in Australia, we are very fond of Black Panther. Yes. Um, so. And the other thing that Avengers gives you is easy splashes because they have what? One, two, three, three other affiliation leaders in affiliation. Yep. 
100%. So you can easily... And also some of their other characters as well will splash across uh, their other affiliations as, le- as well. So you got like, you know, She-Hulk has also got, you know, Black Widow, I think. Is Black Widow in A-Force? I know Black, it's a... Both Black Widow though in A-Force, as is yeah. Wasp. There you go. So we have a few characters that you can just put in. All you got to do is add She-Hulk and you've already got a second affiliation. Yeah. And there's a lot of... And there are a lot of affiliations that are one character off from just have uh, just the leader off from being able to be played in Avengers, such as uh, Defenders, with yep. um, you have both uh, Hawkeye, Hulk, and Wolverine, all of whom are uh, Defenders, and so you just need yep. to add Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange is not—he's not upset being in an Avengers roster either, with that one power. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one power per turn, um, uh, increase the defense dice pretty strong. Yeah. And just, it's also, he loves to be into Avengers as well. Cause they're always oh, using yeah. the superpowers. So Soul Gem just goes way up in value against Avengers. Oh, absolutely. Plus he's got an awesome mystic attack to deal with, uh, Captain America as well. Yes. Uh-huh. So he's a good answer. Mm-hmm. So the the first thing we're putting in here is Captain America, of course. Absolutely, he, he the it's just, it's the leadership that I look at for Avengers for me personally that mm-hmm. is open for abuse, right? There is there is some affiliations out there that can go leaderless if I if their tactics cards are power powerful enough. For example, Asgard because they have Rainbow Bridge and Odin's blessing. Mm-hmm. I know. But I don't some... think Avengers is there yet. Yeah, I know of some low point uh, Thanosless Blackwater teams. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because basically you can't fit a good Thanos in really anything. Oh, geez, I want to say sixteen and below. I, I, don't, I I've seen fifteen point Thanoses, you know, like where they're just got a mind gem or something like that, and you just ignore him, and he kind of is a bit lackluster. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of newer characters who I think actually really benefit because Avengers is something we haven't re-examined in a long time, and I think there are some of the newer characters that also really benefit from the Avengers leadership. Absolutely. Uh, one of which was announced just a couple days ago. Ooh, which one are we talking about? Viper. Yep. Luke Cage as well just got announced the other day. He's a body, another bodyguard. Yep. And he could be a three-point bodyguard, which would be kind of interesting, I'm hoping. Yes. We don't really have so, anything like that. So uh, we have his panel to play, but not his card. So we're not really going to invest in him, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, yep. I'm I'm very much on the line of we need the card to make any assessment about a character. Oh, absolutely. I'm only just reading between the lines there. Yeah, for sure. Um, but there's there's a lot of interesting choices that we can make just on our affiliated slots, and I think Avengers is one of the few teams that can play fully affiliated. Yeah, exactly. And then you can get even more use out of that Avengers Assemble mm-hmm. as well. Get more moves out of it, which is always nice. It's like when you play Guardians and you take that level Misfits card. Yes, exactly. Um, but Avengers does have one other affiliated card um, that I find very interesting now that we have Mayor Fisk, which is uh, Second Wind. Ah, uh, yes. It's to remove a wound and a stun, isn't it? Yes. If my memory serves me correct. Yeah, so if you were running in your secures and you wanted to take Mayor Fisk, you would have to, you'd probably have to find room for that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So let's Strong. 
let's get some actual direction going. So we have Captain America. What what is kind of our core Avengers cast right now? Um, so for me, when it comes to Avengers or just any affiliation, if you want to stay like in that competitive mindset, it has to be a nine or ten threat affiliation unless some of the more powerful splash characters are in your affiliation you know like a force has medusa mm-hmm. um it's got to be a nine or a ten threat so we've got to take a three and a two-pointer i think cool uh, um so probably agent widow be one uh you mean two-point widow yeah sorry yeah widow take widow yeah cool two-point widow. um and then I'm actually liking Beast in this yeah. slot as well. Because mm-hmm. he's quite good you. and he's quite tanky. He doesn't get as much use out of the uh, leadership bonus because I don't think you can minimize the cost of an X-cost superpower. No, you cannot. Um, but, but still, one power throw, really yeah. strong. One power throw and just uh, giving him more power to play with on his Stars and Garter because that is such a powerful ability. Yes. Oh, yeah. So good. Except for when you're getting smashed with energy attacks, which seem to be coming up more and more. Yeah. Um, that is definitely a thing. Um, <laughs> and I do think we have room in this list for an in-affiliation four. Oh, well. absolutely. So, the... it Hear me out here. So, the Avengers list that I've been looking at experimenting with... My fourth Avenger I actually bring in, which is completely contradicts everything I just said, is She-Hulk. Because really? I want to get more and more and more bodyguards. But you'll hear there's a method to my badness. Okay. You you like the bodyguard plan. Yes. And and on top of that, if I do happen to bring in uh, She-Hulk, I'm also bringing in um, Okoye as well. To bring in a third bodyguard. That makes sense. And that does also give us the splash for uh, a fourth. Exactly. So you're kind of ticking a couple of boxes there, which is good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason for bringing in those mass bodyguards is because I'm looking to try and abuse the leadership um, ability, which is a reduction of superpower cost. Yeah. Um, by one. And I'm basically building this Avengers list as an E-shape specialist. So a Gamma's, Dean's yep. downtown. Yep. I want people to be lined up and just running straight into it so that it's a really nice unified front because I want to bring in Ghost Rider. Oh, ho, 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 ho. you're talking spicy now. Yeah. I want Ghost Rider to be in the middle of my formation with three bodyguards that are all single-power bodyguards around him um, because of the Avengers' um, leadership. And Ghost Rider can do that, uh, the shenanigans, where he gains a single power when somebody doesn't attack him, and then he can spend a single power because of Avengers to deal damage equal to the number of crits that they rolled in their roll. Yeah, that's, that is... Yeah. I I am here for it. Um Yeah. That's why it's E-shaped. That's why we're talking gammas. You don't want to be spread out with this. <laughs> you want it to be just an absolute cluster. Um, i got to give a shout-out for this one. We were, I was speaking about this with our, a really good friend of mine, Phil. Um, he's the one that we were both talking about, a Ghost Rider in um, Avengers, and he's the one that came up with the, well, instead of just having Cap 
next to Ghost Rider. Let's just cover him in bodyguards. Yeah. Um. So I don't think we can quite do all three bodyguards, but we can definitely do two bodyguards pretty easily. Yeah. So in a nineteen-point list, you could get all three. Okay. Yeah. Um. In a seventeen-point list, you'd have to drop a Koye. Okay. Um. Just double check for me on the affiliation roster. Um, it might have to be 18 points because we've got to bring a third Avenger. Otherwise, we can't get the leadership. So No, um, no, you can get, uh, if you're only playing three characters, so 11, 15, you can play Captain America, uh, She-Hulk, and Ghost Rider and be affiliated. And then you can bring two point whatever to bring that up to a 17 list. Yep. That's what you'd be going for. If it's good, I don't know. I've only played it once, and I was playing it into a Web Warrior list, and the Ghost Rider, I was the Web Warrior list, and Phil was the Ghost Rider, and I got absolutely shredded because I just kept on rolling crits, and all of my tanky, tanky Web Warriors just slowly uh, chip, chip damage themselves to death. Mm-hmm. And Ghost Rider is also very just generically good into Web Warriors because of his penance stare. Having a mystic yep. attack really hurts web warriors. Oh yeah, and what a mystic attack as well. I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure it's the best one in the game, situationally. Mm-hmm. Um and you can give out incinerates as well. Yeah. So very um, strong. A character I love playing in Avengers, which may not be good enough for this list, but will definitely come up when he gets his own episode, is Bullseye. Okay. You'll have to sell me on this one. Um what I find him just a the most slippery, annoying asshole in Avengers because he gets one power hit and run and one power parting shot. That is irritating, I'll give you that. That would be irritating the verse. I I did a tier list recently and Bullseye was one of my three characters that I essentially just put in the bin. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm open to the idea of bringing him further up in the list because I saw him being played in top 16 when he was being played actually well, somebody with some some repetitions on him, and yeah. I, was in, I was a little bit impressed, to be honest. So, and it's the other big thing is um, if, you, if you can get him a second power turn one or if he just takes one damage from an attack turn one, if you're playing an FD split, he can putting shot from picking up the middle F cube onto the yep. back D. That's pretty good. That's very strong. That's the whole reason I are. Uh, so my, I've been playing X-Men a lot and mm-hmm. I've been doing stuff like that with Beast and Storm's leadership. Yeah. Grabbing the middle one and getting it back out of there without, you know, hanging around trying to essentially copy Angela. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, the important thing for this is that unlike Angela, he does not, uh, his movement is not move actions. So he does not get stranded by uh, Krikor. Oh, that's very good. That's that's one of that. If you're going to be running Bullseye, then you definitely want to bring something like that. Yeah. Um, Does that mean he also wouldn't be stranded by the Wakandan herb? Yep. Uh, because as long as he gets attacked, he can pay the one power for potting shot and make the move. Nice. Uh, because it's it's oh. an advan- It's not a move action. It's a, just an advance. Assuming that he doesn't just get straight one shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's but, like Toad. Yeah. It's it's as long as he can survive that one hit, he is out of there. And they it's very hard to double tap a bullseye. 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. Just like Toad as well. You know, you can hit the slippery away, get out of there. Toad has to be one of the most frustrating two-pointers to play against. Yeah. Um, I don't um, know if he quite fits in our E-Force idea. He doesn't. But I, th- <laughs> I he's one I wanted to bring up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so building off of this idea of building this core of bodyguards around Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. um, the only thing I will say about it is that it doesn't function that well at the 14, 15, 16 threat. Yeah. So let's. So, so I we end up we having want... to use some of our slots to beef that out. Yeah. And we have the slots. We have four more slots, so we can easily build out our 14, 15. So at a oh, low, yes. our low point value cores, we have a nine point core, which means we at 14, we can get. Uh... You still can bring in Ghost Rider there yeah. if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um. Or we can do a three and a two. Exactly. So going off of this, five wide at 14 is very strong. Mm -hmm. Um, I would bring in Valkyrie and Okoye. The two most popular characters in the game, and they're the most popular characters in the game for a reason. So I was going to... almost nothing they can't do. I was going to suggest a different three for... What do you think, because, because 14 is a single extract. Yes. So what do you think of Miles Morales? Well, Miles is strong there, right? Um, because you can, essentially your opponent, as long as you've protected your Miles, can never hold that at the end of the turn, and he can run away with it. Um, I do like Miles, because, you know, you look at like Wakanda Wave, that kind of thing, and he's very powerful there. And he's three threat as well, so he kind of ticks the box. So he would be a good one to bring in because Valkyrie, you, you, she never goes astray, right? She functions as good at fourteen as she does at twenty. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like that Miles strong. Yeah, and it's it's covering our specific issues of the scenario we're looking at. Yep. Um, and um, enjoyably enough, it's um, he also just uh has a one power web swing. Which, yeah. With the Senator, which mo- makes your movement short, that's a range three place that your opponent just cannot do. Absolutely. And you can get him get him out of there, because the problem is, right, when you hold that Senator, is minus one defense dice, if my memory serves me correctly. And minus one dodge dice. Well, it's not good. <laughs> you definitely don't want to be hanging around while you're holding that. Um, well, that's good. So if we bring in Miles, then that means we'll have to bring in a tactic card with him, but we will get to that. Yes. Um, but I also think that's a tactic card that some of our other characters don't mind. Yes, exactly. Um, so if you bring in Miles and Okoye, that beats out our 14. Mm-hmm. Um, and if then you want f- to. 15 would just be Miles and another three-pointer. Yes. Um, the the one is still, still sitting and looking at Valkyrie. There's no other three-pointers that are generally, I think, function better than her in... Um, than in Avengers. Well, so although we she were, does need to be able to generate a single power turn. We were talking about uh, fifth, uh, at fifteen. We were going to play that Captain America, She Hulk, Ghost Rider team. Yes, we were. That is that is good. I'm just concerned the competitive mindset in me knows that it'll be going up against something like Wakanda Wave, mm-hmm. and I think it gets outclassed there. 
something that potentially could deal with Wakanda Wave, because I'm trying to get away from Valkyrie because it's one of those characters that's just so good, but it's also so boring. Yes. Um, that, that is also my... a lot. Go ahead. Uh, that that is also my view of Valkyrie. Of of I don't like resting on default answers. Exactly. Now, something that's a little bit left field for us here, and this will help us with low point games. So this will help us specifically at fifteen. It'll also help us at potentially a second affiliation because it's it's the best combo that this affiliation has. Is if we trade out Valkyrie and we bring in Crystal. Crystal, yes. That So Crystal with the minus superpower, minus one uh power to the cost of a superpower, she can get three attacks a turn guaranteed. Yeah. Because she generates one in the power phase, does two attacks, all of her attacks generate a power, therefore you've always got three attacks. So that's really powerful for a three pointer. She dishes out great conditions that help out characters like Cap and Widow to get their damage through. Because mm-hmm. Things like the two-point Widow, I mean, she's got a stagger on her big attack, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just that it's so low in dice, it's so low percentage that it happens, it always catches you off guard, but Crystal can help there. Yeah. But Crystal will also help with our A-Force that's sitting in the other side of this affiliate, this uh, 10-man roster as well. And by happenstance, sets us up for, as we were talking about earlier, how Avengers can, in natural list building, get really close to uh, Splash affiliations. Yep. We already have two Inhumans. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if Black Bolt's good enough to bring in. My ju- the jury's still out on Black Bolt for me. I've done about fifteen games with Black Bolt, so, and he's so dicey. The thing I love about Black Bolt, um, and this is for very specific scenarios, um, is with a card we're already thinking about bringing in. Turn one, master punching whoever goes for the middle objective into your firing line is really good. That is very strong. That is really strong. And it gets you closer to flipping because then you can get your whisper off. Mm-hmm. And it's... And yeah, he can be a bit dicey, but I think that that inherent reposition... I think a lot of people are sleeping on just how good Master Punch is as an attack. Right. It's got a size 4 throwing built on it, doesn't it? Yeah. Which and, is MODOK. That's, that's great. Yeah, and a move. And movement. That's true. Teleports within one, isn't it? Yep. Really strong. It... The um, is the teleport before the kick, before the throw, or do you pick the timing? Uh, after this attack is resolved, it's the teleport, and if this attack deals damage, it's the throw. So I think they both have the same timing window. Yeah. So you can teleport to position the kick to kick them into your line, like you said. That's great. Well, it's also an omnidirectional throw. Oh, well, then you don't need to teleport. (laughs) You don't need to teleport to set it up. You teleport to safety. Teleport into cover or something like that. Unless you're like, unless it's like an E-force and then you want to teleport onto the middle point to make yourself a juicier target to get flipped. Absolutely. So my only concern with bringing in Black Bolt is we are bringing in an Inhumans affiliation, but it's the worst of the Inhumans. We're missing Lockjaw and Medusa. Okay, I I have been unimpressed by Lockjaw. Lockjaw is very good in enabling turn one plays and delivering firing platforms mm-hmm. like Black Bolt. But it's but I, that's about all he does. 
I find him too fragile at times because this is something I talked about on an episode a couple weeks ago. If you have a character that can double move and pull Lockjaw short, suddenly you mess up the entire turn one play in your first action. Yeah, for sure. It's irritating, but if they've double moved, I like to think of the opposite side of that to play devil's advocate. They've double moved into my firing line to get close enough to do that to Lockjaw, unless they're doing like a Web Warriors advanced R&D or something like that. Yeah. I, I was specifically looking at Peter Parker. Uh, yep. Four point Peter Parker with advanced R&D or just in Avengers affiliation. You can turn one head up there, pull him out, and you're relatively yep, safe power. with all of your... Um, Rerolls and everything else that goes yeah. with it. That is very strong. I, I I, think Lockjaw is a character that's still being slept on and that he has a lot more potential because he has a superpower that can increase your entire team's attack dice into a one specific character. Mm-hmm. He has a size 3 throw, which is that's above curve. He is 3-3-3 three, three, three in defense with a reroll, so that's, that's well above curve. Mm-hmm. Um, and 6 health. So whenever I see a, a 3 threat character with 6 health, that is a massive tick for me. Because mm-hmm. six health is incredibly hard to do in one attack, especially if you've got to reroll in defense. Yeah. No, it's the inhuman rosters I've been playing has been uh, Black Bolt, uh, Ronin the Accuser, Beast, and Red Skull. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's strong. And then at 20 points, you also throw Zemo in there. Yeah. Zemo actually has a really good home in Inhumans. Yeah. Because when he with the inhuman rerolls plus the Zemo rerolls, it often feels like you just reroll the entire attack. Yeah. Um, though I did play against the worst matchup for that list, which was Angela Medusa. Yeah, that's horrific for you, <laughs> <laughs> and that that's what I'm talking about. So if you're going to bring in, if you're going to go down the path of Inhumans, it's got to be. I I've I've been saying this on our podcast. I think that in the long term of this game. Medusa is so powerful that she'll have more of an impact in on the game than Modok will. Because mm. she is bonkers. Yeah, I, I think she definitely has a high level of power. I'm... I think she has... She is easier to control than Modok in a lot of ways. Yeah, because Modok stops wilds. Absolutely. No, that's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking Ooh, okay. about Modok is size four. Yes. Yeah. So and, a lot of stuff can't even pick him up and move him. Yeah, and Medusa is size two, if I remember correctly. She is. Yeah. So it's it's the range of what you can actually move use against those characters is very functionally different as a control mechanism. Yes. Although Medusa typically will control a lot better than two to three characters put against her just because of the way her kit works. Mm-hmm. It's very strong. Yeah. So basically, if I bring in Crystal into this 10-man roster, because her superpower gets... She only has one superpower. She's not very good at spending power. But because her superpower just gets reduced by that, that single power is all you need to do double attack into third attack. Yeah. and. With, with that amount of dice coming out with her reroll, you, she actually becomes a bit of a um, a damage platform for you. 
Yeah. As well as handing out some of the most brutal conditions in the game, right? Slow, and, incinerate, stun. And preventing your opponent from shaking those conditions. Exactly. Which helps out guys like Captain America and Widow into getting some damage across. Yeah. Um, um, and then to top it off, she is the best um, special delivery carrier for... Uh, she Hulk. So if you happen to go down the A Force roster on this side of the on this ten man list, mm -hmm. um, she's the singly best carrier for doing special delivery because she can land and dish out and incinerate. Yeah, and then She Hulk gets to activate. So it's it's really strong. Yeah, for sure. Um, it does not resolve. I think a lot of the issues I, a lot of the things I exploit against special delivery, um, but. Those would require very specific things to fix. Yes, because um, well, there's a reason, right? If you, go ahead. Yeah, because I play a lot of Thanos, and what you do is you get special deliveryed into Thanos, and then Thanos mind gems, cosmic portals, She Hulk away, so she has a very bad time, and then you beat up whoever special deliveryed. Oh, absolutely. Black Order is very good at dealing with things like that, mm -hmm. but the other, you know, however many affiliations there is, really struggle with it. Yes. Well, right. the, the the thing that still shocks me about special delivery is they banned the drop off for yeah. a reason, mm -hmm. and here we are. Yes. Well, uh, I am playing the Thanos Spider Foes list. Um. Ah, uh, yeah, that's my favorite one. That's that's my favorite. Yes. It's the only thing that makes Spider Foes good. Yeah, and it's a whole lot of fun, and I think I'm definitely revisiting it when. Uh, Carnage comes out because I think Carnage is really scary once you add dice to him. Yeah, Carnage is a character that I'm really interested in because he's a good he's a good ninth or tenth slot mm -hmm. for um, any roster because there's a couple of affiliations out there that are almost exclusively physical attacks. Yeah, like you throw him into and... a criminal against a criminal syndicate list. Criminal syndicate is going to be angry. Oh yeah, or Brotherhood as well. Yeah. They're all physical. Though, yeah, you can have a really great time. I've been playing a very different Brotherhood list than most people. Um, oh. Because I've been playing Mystique, Toad, Sabretooth, no Magneto, and just going, uh, yep. just playing that extract, playing that scenario game with them, and man, does Sabretooth show up um, in that type of list. Found... Oh, yeah. Sabretooth to me is like one reroll from greatness. Well, just so, needs just a little bit more consistency, and he would be just straight up meta. So, in a scenario list, the fact that he's a size three character is massive. Um, size three character with aggressive, so you can't show him off of a point unless you like spend rerolls to not deal damage to him. Um, yeah, or just pay the power to make your shields count. Yeah, it's it's. Fury is a pest. Yeah, I. She's an interesting character that I've become less and less annoyed by as time has gone on. Yeah, there's there's more and more things out there that can deal with her kit. Mm -hmm. It's just if you're not prepared for her, she is horrible to just deal with it. It's 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 bad. Mm -hmm. But like, I will put so a saber tooth you... into a Valkyrie any day of the week. Oh, for sure, and l l I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that Sabretooth is affiliated the next force because that is like a step in the right direction for him getting the reroll oh yeah so that he can actually start doing consistent damage because his strike and wolverine strike 
is really powerful. Mm-hmm. I believe both of them have an inbuilt pierce and bleed. Like that's that's nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. But we we have gone on many tangents about many characters, and we still have two slots <laughs> left. Yes. So um, if we bring in Crystal to to beef out our fifteen points, once we start hitting. Uh, 17 threat and above that's when you want to start bringing in ghost rider mm-hmm. so to beef out our um 16 point list which will be captain america widow and beast so we're at nine crystal brings in and goes to 12 mm-hmm. 16 now becomes medusa because i think the three best characters in the game right now is medusa enchantress or uh angela so your 10-man roster has to have one of them just one of them I would disagree with Angela. I have had no issues with Angela. So if your Angela player is willing to play the game, which is stand there and fight, I agree with you. It's when your Angela player is just there to sweep up all the extracts and run away. That's when it's borderline unbeatable. So Unless you have an inbuilt kit for her. I think a big part of it though is the extract that i play angela hates yeah exactly so you got inbuilt kit for her yeah exactly so moving forward angela angela specifically you either have to play extracts that where there's not too many of them so it slows the game down or you need to play something like corpus with reality who counts blanks in success so you can just straight one shot her mm-hmm Something that can really burst through that. Or Taskmaster. He's exceptional um, in two Angela. Two power, eight, eight attack dice. It's great. Yeah. Though there is, um, speaking of, there is a four-pointer that I do want to bring up. Because he's kind okay. of classic good in Avengers. Which is okay. Mr. Loki. Yeah. I love Loki. I've, I've put a lot of, I've probably got about 20 games on Loki. And... I really, really enjoy one, the fact that he gets to see your role because before he decides to do I'm a God, which is mm-hmm. one power here. And two, Trickster. Trickster yeah. is such a powerful thing to just make him be an absolute pain in the backside to an opposing team. And I often will get really aggressive with my Loki so that you do flip him onto his um, injured side so that it gets even worse for you, right? Because yep. then you can't roll in crits. And with the like Avengers that. ability, you get one die I am a god and two uh, two power tricksters. Yep, really good. And then you get to choose which one, which way it happens as well, which is even better. Yeah. Um, I'm open to that. The only reason I brought in Medusa is because you'll have you know bodyguards around her to protect her to get where if we're talking about like an E shaped specialist list, you know, two of your secures will be E shaped. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very good as an artillery piece there and she can teleport things around so she can, you know, bring your Captain America back into position or, you know, just bring him with her um, while she's moving up the board. Yeah. Because that's the thing about bodyguard, right? Bodyguard is you move the bodyguard first, then you bring in the person you don't want to get hurt. But Medusa just does it all at once. She just brings the bodyguard with her and then does the attacks. Mm-hmm. For sure. Which is, you know, it's great. Yeah. Um, but, you know, best case is you just don't play 16. <laughs> best you case. You just stick through 16, right? But because we're not, 16, I'm not bringing it in the system. 
16 is still a very popular point value right now because of the power of Criminal Syndicate on specifically Mayor Fisk. Yes. Yeah. That com like Criminal Syndicate combined with high muscle on Mayor Fisk is if you're not if you're not ready for it, it's a bad time. It's even without higher muscle that it's a bad time. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, especially since I think a lot of criminal syndicate players now are cluing on to the, um, I forget the name of the person that was running criminal syndicate in the top sixteen for the last league, but running five and six wide criminal syndicate is really difficult to deal with. Yeah, it's it's. I think that was sooner, right? No, I think it was like Johan. Or it was one of the European fellas. Okay, because I know I yeah. talked about it with Suna. Right. Who did I do? Yes, but I did talk. Suna also talked a little bit about that when we did the yes. Iron Man episode a couple months, like a month ago at this point. Yeah, he. I know Suna was exploring um, Criminal Syndicate recently, I think. So yeah, if we bring in um, Loki, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, and especially on an E shape, E shape as well. He gets even more powerful because everyone's tied in close up together. And it provides a really interest. While we are getting a power reduction on all of our attacks, it's suddenly taxing all of all of our opponents' superpowers. Yes, um, yeah. The key to Avengers is that you need to bring in characters that can really make use of this leadership just over and over and over again right reactive superpowers is one so i'm a god bodyguard trickster that kind of thing um and two uh if it's a two power like superpower turns into a one power superpower that's all of a sudden it's online turn one you know like you spoke mm -hmm. of miles we spoke of beast it's online turn one so now it's a it's a threat from the start of the start of the game instead of later on yeah um and superpowers win games Mm -hmm. like, attacks attacks do well but superpowers and tactics cards are generally the two things that will swing a game in your favor mm -hmm. um so we got one slot left yes um, and that's that's difficult yeah do you have any spicy picks that you think are good like matchup dependent so i think the thing that you need to do for this 10th slot is you basically uh you need to start hashing out all your different point values. So we've got 14 covered. We've got 15 covered. Mm -hmm. We've got 16 covered. 17 we have covered because it was just uh, Captain America, Beast, and Widow at 9. Ghost Rider comes in to bring us to 14. And then we bring in a three-pointer, whether that's Miles or Crystal. We have two options there. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's a really strong 17. We now have a four-pointer, which now covers us at 18 because we just upgrade the um three pointer the three pointer to a four into point. a four pointer yep or we bring in she hulk from yep. 18 onwards so now our core becomes captain america she hulk widow so that's a 12 point core 18 bringing in um ghost rider becomes what's that well, 17 so we so play, got one point left one of so we play captain america beast she hulk ghost rider Yes, because then that's 18, because we don't need to bring in a two-pointer on that one. Yep. Strong, and we have two bodyguards there, which is great. And Demons Downtown is 19, so that's another threat we have to cover. And that, so we that can one play there. Captain America, Black Widow, Okoye, She-Hulk, Ghost Rider. 
Yes, exactly. So now we have the triple triple bodyguard online, which is probably going to be required because at 19, you, you're going to start seeing some big attacks mm -hmm. or multiple big attacks. So you might need to push damage to spread it around your list evenly. Mm -hmm. um, and that really only leaves us with... Uh, 20. One slot left. Yeah, the 20 slot, which, you know, I know I spoke about before because we haven't seen this card yet. But, you know, a three-point bodyguard would be absolutely mint at this point, and we just haven't seen it yet. But I'm hoping yeah. we do see it with Luke Cage. But without that there, um, I think this 10th slot, you, you, I think you're going to want to bring it in to try and deal with something that you think you might struggle with. Mm -hmm. Because we can we can build out to 20 with what we already have. Yeah. We have multiple, multiple two-pointers, we have multiple three-pointers, we have multiple four-pointers. So we, we can build out there no problem. So I think this one 10th slot just becomes like a, you know, whatever tickles your fancy, really. Okay. If you're really struggling with dealing with MODOK, bring in someone that deals with MODOK, so, uh, for example. Um, a suggestion I have, just because it's a character I love and has some matchups he's really good in and has some matchups he's really, really bad in, and I think he also benefits from the affiliation ability, is Venom. Yes, good. One power um, retaliatory attack, that's always good. Uh, more specifically, a one power medium pull from range four. It's also very good. And, Bring them into the group. And a two power size three medium throw. Now that is really, really strong. Size three medium throw, that is like, a, that's a long way above curve. You know, being size two small throw is your average throw. So size three medium, that's massive. Yeah. And you've got the bodyguards to back him up, right? Mm-hmm. So he's not too scared of energy attacks at this point. Yeah. The only thing I'm concerned about is if you bring in Venom, you do have two characters that both only have two energy defense. Yeah. But as I said, he's more of a matchup dependent threat. Because if you're going into if if it's a sixteen into criminal syndicate on that split on on that split C, having the long pull, not expecting them to have basically energy and any energy attack, suddenly you can split play uh with a one power reposition on one side and one power reposition on the other side between Beast and Venom, both of whom have four physical defense. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's strong. The um, you've actually just made me start. You know when somebody says something, it just makes you instantly start to think. Yeah. And we've spoken about this person already, but on the same, under the same thought process, you could flip this Avengers list on its head, right, and turn it from a control slash, you know, um, trickster list, I guess, because that's what that's really what Ghost Rider's doing is. Mm -hmm. He's tricking you into rolling dice and then dealing damage to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. um, bringing in this 10th slot as Carnage. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I do so like that. So we go to 20 threat or whatever, and we get really aggressive. So his paint the town red becomes two, or his uh, increase in attack dice becomes one power. Yeah. And while so the next attack action is just one power and two dice. So now he's got a seven dice range three strike. Yeah, that applies auto applies bleed. Yes, and um, you would assume that on a seven dice range three strike, you're going to auto generate 
the uh the power required to hopefully do a paint the town red yep um and he brings in some uh because we've already got a list built around bodyguard we can protect him from these mystic and um, energy attacks as well and as i've spoken about on a different podcast um i think because of symbiotic serial killer he's going to be so much more potent of a slayer than people expect because he fundamentally yep. caps out how many defense dice someone can roll. Yeah, he's super consistent. So when we were speaking about speaking about Venom on Strike Better, a lot of the guys overlooked the symbiotic serial killer, and that was a bit that I brought attention to. Like people are people are sleeping on how good that is. Yeah. Like Domino, Domino, we've already seen hit the table and make a big splash, and it's essentially identical, right? Just you do not roll crits in. And that's kind of scary when you're one of these characters that kind of relies on spiking their defense dice. Yeah. Um, you know, like your Modocs and things like that. You know, seven dice physical into Modoc, and all he will get is two dice. That's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then he's a really good Doom Prophecy target because I know oh, you like Doom Prophecy. Yeah. Well, I don't think this is the list for Doom Prophecy. I do think there's going to be soon enough a Doom Prophecy Spider Fuzz list. Oh, for sure. But if there's ever going to be a list that can help a Doom Prophecy character, right? It's one with three different bodyguards it can put on the table. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm and just, their single power bodyguard. I'm just looking at, you have, you put some of the Doom Prophecy uh, classical bomb targets like Agent Widow and Bull, uh, not Bullseye, uh, uh, Punisher into a spider Verse yep. list and give them the ability to reroll their opponent's de- defense dice. Um, and, oh, then, it was great. and then also, like, every Spider-Foes has at least four physical defense except for Mysterio. So it's... Yes. Suddenly... Mysterio is actually a character that I think is also going to make a bit of a splash oh. in a few different affiliations. He's very good. He, I think he's going to fundamentally change how we have to think about Criminal Syndicate. Yep, 100%. That's exactly the place I was thinking him of, thinking of him in there. And sadly, he replaces our friend Bullseye. Mm-hmm. But that's in my that's in my criminal syndicate. But that's who he replaces. Yeah, no, it's I have two places I want to put Bullseye right now, which is Avengers, just because he's slippery and slimy. And then, yeah. if you're ever in a place where you're wanting to play Elemental Infusion, um, crystals, oh, yep, tactic card, putting a Bullseye beside her, who can no matter what put out two conditions a turn. Ooh, oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Because it's... <laughs> I don't it want to be on the receiving end of that. It is allied effect on that yes. card. So, no, I can't... Uh, he doesn't miss. Uh, dealing the auto one damage will also be able to apply incinerate, slow, or stun. Yep. That's really strong. Yeah. Well... That's one of those situationally really... You can't really put a cost on how good that is because it'll either be absolutely crushing because you're just dishing out incinerate after incinerate or slow after slow or whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Or it'll just be one of those cards that you're just be trying to get off but it just it doesn't happen. Yeah, but I think I think he has some really interesting potential in really niche places. Um, and I think he will oh, absolutely. he will find love as soon as there's an affiliation that does an effect off of an allied effect dealing damage. Yep. It's like the old crossbones, right? Absolutely unplayable in Cabal. 
Yeah. Along comes Criminal Syndicate. Here we are. <laughs> Though I do think he will get back into the Cabal rotation with Thin. Um, oh, absolutely. It's a Corvus Proxima effect. Yeah. That's already an insanely powerful effect, and now you can do it with you can do it for six points, I think. Is she three points? Uh yep. Yeah, so for six points you can do what Corvus Proxima does for eight. So mm -hmm. I mean it's great. And so basically I'll I'll just really quickly, so our ten man roster is now Captain America, Ghost Rider, two point widow, Beast, She Hulk, Miles, Okoye, Crystal, Loki, Carnage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's I'm actually going to put that on the table this weekend. <laughs> Fantastic. But now <laughs> we have the other two parts of this list that we have to talk about, which are crises and tactics cards. And I think since we already yes. talked about two of them, let's get those two crises onto the board, which are Demons Downtown and... And Gamma. Yep, and Gamma Wave. Yep, they, they go down straight away. Um, I would reserve the third secure as a criminal syndicate counter and probably bring in something along the lines of correct me if I'm wrong, but the, is it mutant madmen or something like that? The, the X-Men secure where you have to roll your physical defense. Is yeah, it? That was the exact one I was thinking of. Cause, yes. Cause we so have, that's the one we have some good physical defensive across the board. Um, yes. And that would be a great place to bring in a carnage because five yeah, physical defense is, busted on that oh scenario. yeah yeah he'll, he'll be he'll just flip them at will mm -hmm. um plus you know we do have a couple of characters like beast and beast has generally nearly always been in our core three yeah. from what we've been speaking about at nearly all threat values beast, he's not very good on deadly meteors so yeah beast and um captain america both also in our core three have four physical defense yeah exactly now i think the extract so exactly, you don't want to burst this list on that yeah um, the extract is being a lot more interesting, I think. Yes. So one that I'm going to little controversial thing here that I say that we steer clear of is hammers. Mm. So, so we don't have enchantress and we don't have Angela. So we, we generally, we, we can't compete on hammers with them. We'll lose three hammers on the first turn. Fair so enough. We just won't even bring it in. I, Which I, is sad because I, I love hammers. I love hammers with crystal specifically. Oh yeah, she loves ones. Yeah. Comes a pseudo six dice attack. You, with in Avengers, she's going to get all three of them off every turn without any assistance required. Mm -hmm. um, really powerful, and that's 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 how strong Enchantress and Angela are on hammers. Yeah, is that we're going to stay clear of it. Yeah, and I don't think we want to do cubes so either because we kind of have this idea that we're gaining power advantage and our opponents are not. And yes, that doesn't help. No, it, and it also is detrimental to our bodyguards because the guys that we want to be holding those cubes are our, generally going to be our bodyguards because they're our tankiest characters and we're going to be forcing attacks onto them anyway. So yeah. um, steering clear of cubes as well, which is interesting because... This is where it gets crazy, right? Because we're going to be going away from your standard um, extracts and secures. Well, we have pretty standard secures, except for Mutant Madman. Mm -hmm. But we're going away from your standard extracts, which is where it can actually start to really throw people. Yeah. And I think we actually don't mind the kind of dead-on-the-floor extracts. Uh, what do you mean by that? Uh, I don't think we mind 
uh, scrolls or alien ship. Yes, that's right. Um, alien ship, definitely. Uh, scrolls. That's the one that's you, you stops you. You said it stops you from doing two moves, isn't it? No. So alien ship stops you from doing two moves. That's quick core. Uh, scrolls that's it. make your Scro- scrolls make your movement yeah, short. Attack. Ah, yes. We have a pretty fast list, to be honest. So I don't know if that probably I would go down the path of alien ship. Yeah. And then because it also gives us a high threat value that we can bring Ghost Rider and more bodyguards into. Yeah. And then the other one that uh, another fifteen that I think Ghost Rider actually works really well on, especially with the discount we're giving, is Wakandan Herb. Yes, hundred percent. That's actually the next one I was looking at. Um, Wakandan Herbs is largely considered a zero point extract unless you have a list that can do some shenanigans to, to bring the herb home. Mm-hmm. And we do have a few different ways of throwing characters, so we can probably indefinitely stop someone from cap- capturing it. Yeah, and with uh, we have, uh, if we can give him one power turn two, he can, uh, we have Ghost Rider, which is medium move, long advance, getting around herb restriction because it's only one, move action yep um and that's with a large base that's going to cover most of the board that may actually make it depending on terrain from one herb from picking up the herb to your herb drop off place and suddenly he's a size exactly. three they have to move so this is actually a four argument for my medusa because mm. <laughs> she can bring him home the rest very fair so maybe I'll put for the Loki slot, I'll write Loki slash Medusa, whichever one people feel like taking. Because this is the beauty of Medusa, right? So you're talking about we pick up Ghost Rider, we let them have one single attack on him, and then we just bodyguard the rest off. So hopefully we generate some power off that. Mm-hmm. He then goes move, long advance, and you take him straight at your Medusa. And then you activate your Medusa next, and you position yourself at the absolute maximum range too and flip Ghost Rider onto the other side of you, hopefully onto the home herb. Yeah. Or you wait and activate Medusa last and hope that and hope they've used all of their reposition already and get him. Because with that long base, you, exactly. can do, you can get him onto the herb point from a long way away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, range two, and then positioning yourself onto the other side of Medusa at range one, and it's such a big base. He's going to cover... I think he'd probably cover more than range three if you had to put it like a template. It'd be almost range four, I think. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be close to range four, I think, with actually how far the distance that he's going to travel with that teleport. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's a one-power teleport for Medusa. Yeah, for sure. Which is bonkers. So I'll write Loki slash Medusa there because it's really – it depends how much you want to invest into the herb, right? Because you might never get to play the herb. So yeah. you don't want to invest too much into it. Because typically we're going to probably, if we win priority, we're probably going to be picking extracts. I'm sorry, secures, because we want to force the the E-shaped straight up fight. Mm -hmm. But that's a nice little consolation prize. Um, So the third extract that I was looking at, which is actually a little interesting here, is the Montessi formula. Mm. I I have slight worries about that one. So it's not too bad in that Ghost Rider could, I think looking at how like what he looks like in his move, he could probably cap it, cap the middle one uh, turn one. 
I'm actually going to load up my TTS while we're talking and just double check that. So while, it's, while we're talking about uh, it. he can, without actually moving, pick up your home Montesi. True. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about capping that center one and then getting out of there to safety. Yeah, he should be able to do that with his medium move and his large base. Um, because if you can, if you have somebody that can cap that middle uh, uh, extract with relative safety, like Angela can, you're already going to offset the points formula, right? Which means mm -hmm. now they have to run at you because you're going to be holding two out of three. Yeah. Which and is a big bonus for us. And the other reason is it actually gives us a beam attack on characters, which we would largely would look at and think they don't really have yeah. that great of attack. Mm -hmm. So um, Widow, if you want to put one there, Mm -hmm. She now has a six dice beam, which is awesome for her. Yep. Captain America, six dice beam. He would not. He wouldn't be upset with seeing that. And it's looking at the point value. We can play the Captain America, Black Widow, She Hulk, Ghost Rider team yep. at seventeen. So we don't even need to bring these two. I think it's the person we're really scared about having on Montesi. Yes, exactly, because it's an energy attack. He's horrible energy defense. Um, yes, 100%. We do not want him to be anywhere near that Montesi beam. Um, do you know who was actually excellent on Montesi? Just a just little side note for you. Hmm. The entire Cabal affiliation? That, but also Carnage. Mm. Because he can make it an eight dice beam, and it's the next attack action, action. Oh. as well. So, <laughs> It's the whole beam. It's like Storm. It's the whole beam. So if Carnage is in a great position, you can hit eight dice beam onto two to three characters. Yeah, which is, is really devastating. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's another little plus for us there. Mm -hmm. Don't mind me if you can hear my keyboard just tapping. I'm actually just double-checking myself before I... Uh, commit to stuff. Commit to saying that Ghost Rider can do that because we got if we got people listening at home, which you know, they might be or in the car or something. I don't want to give you a bum steer. Yeah, no, that's very important. I try, I try and be ambiguous with my statement of like I'm pretty sure this is the way it works, but double check it <laughs> on every. Well, that's the beauty of TTS, right? You can just check it. Yeah, yeah, but then my recording software gets all yelling at me because it's using too much of my processor. <laughs> Well, hopefully we've checked it before we get to this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so with him deploying all the way forward and he advances medium, he... Ooh. Ooh, got to turn off deployment lines. He is going to be just shy. Uh, but, you know, with advanced R&D... As a tactic card, you can do the hell on wheels and you absolutely can do it. Yeah. But then you will be shy of power. Mm hmm. But. Just get him in there. Sad face. We do have the option of Black Widow anyway on Montesi formula. Yes. Of running out with the stealth and getting it that way. Yep. Which is good to go. Yeah. That's, so it's more Montesi was just one of those extracts that i've been enjoying bringing into different uh lists because there's no real downside to it it's it's fast but it's also really slow it's it's a bit of a weird extract yeah so it's worth three a turn but if you've if you evenly distribute them between the two teams it's you know it's only a one point swing going in one team's direction so it mm -hmm. actually can really slow the game down which might be good 
for a, a list like this, which would kind of want it to go a bit longer. Yeah. Um, so that we can chip them down with Ghost Rider's ability. And I will say, any Cabal team that you make, definitely consider Montesi, because Montesi with Red Skull's leadership is really good. I was on the receiving end of a uh, Cabal team last night in my first Battle Realms game um, for the league that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the mad scientist that is my mate Phil, so he's, I just call him Mr. Red Skull because he just loves Cabal. Yeah. Um, dropped a Dark Rain onto my Enchantress with a Mystique sitting there who with Cabal auto-generates the two power required to drop her def- Enchantress's defense down. Mm-hmm. And you can't bodyguard it, you can't anything because it's, it's Mystique. Yeah. So his Mystique actually killed Enchantress, like dazed her, next turn killed her. Like didn't I didn't even Enchantress did not even stand a chance. Oh yeah. Um I got the chance to do a um I was playing in the uh I'm doing the uh pay to play league, which is the like auction oh, yes. hundred dollar auction. Yep. I got criminal syndicate with Drax. Drax is good there. He's really tanky. Yeah. No, it's Drax, Black Dwarf, and Criminal Syndicate was basically my my pull in. How much did you have to pay for um Kingpin? Twenty. You got away pretty well there. Mm-hmm. I did a pay to play. Well, not a pay to play. It was a draft where we used fake money, Monopoly money. Yeah. Um, but I had to pay thirty two for him. Mm. No. It... At the time. Yeah. But no. So I got to do a. Uh, Enchantress beamed my entire team. Okay, that happens. Drax, next activation, uh, five damage on him. Um. Ooh, yeah, see you later, Enchantress. Yeah. <laughs> Had enough power to do... Vengeance token. Titan Killer with a Vengeance token into, uh, paying her cost. Yep, she's done. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're really unlucky, she's done. Yeah, she just popped... I think I rolled ten successes... That's strong. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just just take her off. <laughs> yeah. No, the only other time I roll that many successes is when I'm doomed to uh, death decreeing a flipped Dark Ark. You better get used to it with this this roster because you are gonna very you're gonna quite often be able to pull off um, Ghost Rider's Mystic Attack here. Oh yeah. So you be, you better get used to that. Mm-hmm. But no, it's so. I I will say since we are talking about Avengers as a shell. Different direction you can go is, I think, the Thanos Avengers cell is also has a lot of potential. Yeah, for sure. Cheap, cheap teleport, cheap damage increase. It's more of an attrition style Avengers, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But I find whenever I try to build an attrition style Avengers, I always feel like I'm bringing Captain America and his attacks. Like he doesn't really do attrition that well. Well, it's. I found that as soon as you flip Captain America, Death Decree suddenly makes Captain America a massive threat. Oh yeah, and he can because his attack's so big, his strike is so big, he can generate all the power he needs to bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Captain America, I like to think of him on his flip side as immortal. <laughs> he's pretty dang close. As long as you're not facing a mystic yeah. attack, he's pretty dang immortal. And the beauty of bringing in Death Decree there is you just get rid of the mystic attacker. Yeah, really. Uh-huh. Another character who's a good target for um, Death Decree is Mysterio. Yeah. Because now we've got a really cheap, massive Mystic attack. Yeah. Um, so those are the three extracts I essentially go for on this roster, um, mainly because they're kind of all slow. 
Mm-hmm. So it generally, like if someone, if you are forced into playing extracts, at least then you can dictate the pace of the game. Mm-hmm. Because the, the only fast extra, the only fast secures is gamma. Yeah. So if they're picking gamma, I mean, they're playing into your hands anyway. Mm-hmm. So you want to slow the game down with whatever else. So if you're doing like a D-shaped um, secure, then at least this way you can bring in a small odd number of extracts and you can force them to come and fight with you. Yeah. So now um, get... But tactics cards wise. Yes. So I think there were two we talked about already that we want to get in here super early, which are, is Avengers Assembled and Advanced yes. R&D. Ooh. Yes, those two have to come in. Advanced R and D, I think, unless you're specifically a faction that can get away with it, it's it's pretty much an auto include in the eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one we've been alluding to for a bit now is no matter the cost. Yes, bring that in because it's quite good for Ghost Rider. It's quite good. It's insane on Miles. Mm-hmm. It's great on um, She Hulk. It's great on Carnage because yeah. you're going to be healing him anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's exceptional on pretty much half of this fight. This ten, pretty much five people in this ten man roster quite like it. Yeah, and I don't even mind it on Beast. No, yeah, it's great on Beast. He's actually got a really his his spender attack is actually quite decent. Yeah, it's just difficult. I don't know why, but I just find it difficult to get off because he's always floating at that range three with his strike. Mm-hmm. Well, and also because mm-hmm. he's constantly spending power for his throw and his rebels. On defense. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he's got he's got ways of spending his power, and generally characters that can spend their power efficiently for their superpowers, you're not going to really get to their big attack, right? Like Medusa, yeah. you rarely see her do her area attack mm-hmm. because she's pumping all her power into superpowers. Yeah, but that area attack can be devastating if you set it up. Oh, right. absolutely. So. The next one I was looking at, just I'm throwing these into my app as we go along, so I've mm-hmm. got it all saved, um, is two of them. One, deal with the devil, because we're bringing Ghost Rider, and yep. why not? So make it really difficult. And this also helps you if you make a mistake with Ghost Rider that you can bring him back. Like, it's not game over. Yeah. You're not stuck with three bodyguards and no one to bodyguard. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can always bodyguard off of She-Hulk, and she'll win you the game anyway, but, yeah, you know. This is just a nice little backup plan. Um, and, you know, if they do happen to smash your She-Hulk and then your Ghost Rider goes down, you can deal with the devil She-Hulk oh, yeah. and bring Ghost Rider back healthy, right? So mm-hmm. that's great. Um, so deal with the devil. And the other one I was looking at is just special delivery. Yeah. Just because we've got A4 sitting there. So mm-hmm. it'd be crazy not to. Uh, um. And then we haven't touched at all on the restricted list. No. So, yeah, my standard restricted right now is just med pack brace. Yep. That's mine too. And I think that med pack, easy to use, brace, easy to use. Yep. Um, unless I think you we have, have one slot left. Though. Yep. And I have a suggestion for that as yes. a silver bullet for things that we are, that are common currently in the meta PSD. PSD, PSD. What is that? A uh, psychic shielding device. Um, so any character. That's may why have... I've never heard of it. 
Yeah. So it's uh, any character may spend one to five power to play this card. This round, while within X of the chosen character, where X is the power spent, uh, you get an additional dice against mystic attacks, but more importantly, you cannot be advanced or pushed by enemy superpowers or the effects of enemy mystic attacks. Now, what's great about that is it seems like there's two separate things there, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you get extra mystic defense slash cannot be advanced or pushed by enemy mystic attacks or superpowers. That's yeah. a quite that's actually a good card. Mm-hmm. And I think especially with Enchantress and Modok floating around, you know, yeah. you can stop the you know bow to the will of Modok and things Siren's Call or whatever it is on Enchantress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get you get and the Mind Gem because we are seeing a prevalence of uh, Mind Gem yep. Loki on in uh, the Dash card lists. Um. Oh yeah. Plus you have Mysterio as well. Yep. Less less of a threat, but still, you know, he can advance you off of his standard attack. And the other big thing is into a Web Warriors matchup. Most of them are pushes on superpowers. That's true. The only downside is that it doesn't protect you against Wakanda, but I think that you'll be already decent against Wakanda anyway yeah. because of the way Ghost Rider's uh, damage works from his superpowers, plus we have pretty good physical defense here. And we have at least two ways to give Incinerate. That are both exactly. range three. Oh yeah. Um, so the only other card I was looking at in this um, particular spot is actually a card for Carnage. Mm. So Which he's one? got two different cards. So that's that's the hard part. One of them gives him an additional attack, and then the other one, oh, I'm trying to remember, it uh, does something to do AOE, with AOE. Uh, AOE three spend a power for uh, choose characters within three. Uh, equal to power spent and give root to each character. So that that could help us in the long run for power starving the enemy. Mm-hmm. Both of them are good. Probably the first one where you pull someone towards you and make an attack because that gives Carnage a displacement effect. Mm-hmm. So you can pull someone off an objective, which could be handy. Yes. So I think both of those but, um, are very good. Uh, my big issue is we don't know their names yet, so it's really hard to write them down. Yeah, that's the, that's what I'm struggling with. I'm trying to articulate which one you would want to pick, but it's difficult because I haven't spoiled the name on them yet. And but um, yeah, there's two great options there because Carnage, I think, will make an impact on the meta, oh, yeah. but only in really specific matchups. So I think that's why he's a good number 10 pick. But at eight tactics cards, it's as a number 10 pick that's going to be in good in certain matchups, do we want to invest a tactics card slot into that character specifically? It's one of those things like it's it's if we were really struggling to to fit all of our tactics cards choices in here, I think that we wouldn't be able to afford to. But because Avengers only really has one tactics cards that go with them, mm-hmm. and then A Force only has one that go goes with them, like they yeah. do have some other good cards. But they have Star Wars I, determination. This is the one that I think is great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is awesome at low points. Like it's a great Wakanda wave counter. Oh yeah. Um. I think we can afford to splash out onto Carnage here because if you're bringing him in, it's because his matchup is really good. Yeah. So you're not you're not bringing him in for his bad matchup. You're bringing him in for the hey, look at this! I'm versing Brotherhood today. So mm-hmm. guess what? It's all physical attack. So I'm going to bring in Carnage because he's going to have a field day with Mystique and um, Toad on the other side. They're essentially yeah. a full health heal for him. 
Yeah. No, really does. And and he can really threaten uh, a uh, Magneto too. Oh, absolutely. And um, the beauty of it is, um, what is the range on the pool for that one in specifically? Is it range four? One second, let me double check. The Carnage's card. That's wrong picture. Uh, here we go. Yeah, uh, four power, range four, advance a character, short torch, carnage, and then you make a free symbiotic tendrils into them. Yeah, awesome. So that gets around stealth. Yeah. So it gets around all of those squishy characters which carnage is going to want to go for. You know, your storms, your mystiques, your agent widows, your, sorry, your um, black widow, the 2.0. And agent all widow. All those characters. Yeah, and agent widow. The characters that he's hunting for because they're going to heal him to full. Mm-hmm. he can pull them he can advance them sorry advance them which means you can stop them short of martial arts range and smash them with attacks because his attack is range three yeah and being um avengers hopefully you've got a single power left over somehow and you can just add two dice to it yeah for sure uh you would have to spend before using the card because it's an active superpower yes. not a reactive yeah but you know, it's three. You're gonna have three, three goes at her. Yeah. Which is great. And so, so probably that second to... attack is the one you spend, or you just wait because you have three goes, and yep. unless your math is looking real bad towards the end, you don't need to spend use up the. You can use it on the paint the town red rather than the. Um, exactly. Yeah. Wait and see how it plays out, or you might be able to pull somebody into an area attack. You know. If you've got just an obscene amount of power for some reason, you know, which can happen on Carnage. Oh, you know, yeah. You can, if, you, if you let him get caught out, they can. He's got seven health, right? So oh, yeah. he's seven got a minimum health. of seven power he's going to get when he gets attacked. Seven health on both sides. So he is a tanky yeah. person. Yes. And he's he works really well with Bodyguard because he's got enough health that you can afford to say, uh, actually, no, I'll let you hit him once. Yeah. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you spread the damage out. Mm hmm. For sure. Um, but yeah, that's 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 my take on an Avengers roster. I think that they're open for abuse, especially with some of these new ca- new cards coming out. You know, Mysterio would not go astray there if you're looking for another three pointer. As I because of the way he's go ahead. Uh, yeah, finish up your thought. Uh, just just because of the way that his um, standard strike works with advancing somebody into his superpower, where he can roll dice and deal damage to them. There's some nice combos going on there in Avengers because it's cheaper. Yep. Um, as um, we mentioned, as I mentioned earlier, Viper I think is really good in Avengers. One power teleport, one power martial artist. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, one the Viper is going to be an exceptional uh, uh, extra carrier, oh, yeah. which this list probably could use. Um, we don't really have anyone in this list that is a really great extract character. We have like Captain America and characters that are decent at it. Well, we have Black Widow. We have two point Black Widow who who can either be a two or a five. Oh yeah, she's either well, she's either a one threat or a five threat depending on the game. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. She's either borderline useless and she's just sitting back there. At least she's capping your victory points, or she's in there being an absolute pest. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So I mean, Viper would be an awesome addition in here. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just think Avengers. I, I was always, I'm always talking with Travis, right? Travis and I talk about MCP and our other games we play as well, X Wing a lot. And 
Travis and I are different to a lot of other top level competitive players because they're always mathing it out. You know, like your Pats and your Morgans, they're always yeah. mathing it out, trying to make the most efficient squad possible. But Travis and I understand the math, but we go purely off of gut feeling. Oh yeah. Right? Like gut feeling for me, when I see something and my, my spidey sense is tingling going, hmm, that's a bit broken. I'm usually correct. And Cap- like uh, like the Captain America's leadership for me is something that continually tingles my, is like my spidey sense is going off on it. And I know there's something to abuse here, but yeah. it's just so many characters. I'm just trying to figure out the combination for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so our final list um, as it sits right now um, is Captain America, Black Widow, Beast, She-Hulk, Okoye, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ghost Rider, Crystal, Carnage, and then either Medusa or Loki, Season to Taste. Yep. Um, and then our tactics cards are Avengers Assemble, Advanced R&D, No Matter the Cost, Deal with the Devil, Special Delivery, Med Pack, Brace for Impact, and then either one of the Carnage cards or PSD, Season to Taste once again. Um, and then our crises are Demons Downtown, Gamma Wave, Mutant Madman, Alien Ship, Wakandan Herb, and Montessi Formula. This seems Perfect. like a whole lot of fun. It is good. So if you see an E-shaped um, secure come down, you really want to try and leverage that Ghost Rider ability. Mm-hmm. If you get hit with a D-shape or something like that, the beauty of this roster is you can pivot, right? Yeah. You don't have to go with Ghost Rider. You've got other characters that can all abuse Avengers, you know, Crystal, Loki, Medusa, Carnage, you know, mm-hmm. Miles, really, really fast characters that can abuse the Avengers of leadership as well. Yeah. For so sure. you can always pivot. Mm-hmm. But the core is Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah. And I think he, he's a very interesting place to put this, to kind of hinge a list right. off of. Now, I'll just I'll, I'll give you a little parting gift as well. Just think of Ghost Rider's deal damage for crits in a meta moving forward that is defined by characters like Angela which means characters that can count blanks as success, being the king of that, Corvus, who runs Reality Gem, where his skulls count as crits. Mm-hmm. And we have Domino, the new flavor of the month. Her skulls can count as crits. Yep. All of a sudden, your Ghost Rider is doing some, like they have a 25% chance to crit per dice mm-hmm. in their style of roster. And all of a sudden, your Ghost Rider can start doing some serious damage into some of these guys, which normally you're going to be struggling against. So. I think his stocks are going to go up the more of these uh, style characters we see. And, and as I have said, I think on multiple occasions at this point, I think Ghost Rider will shine as soon as he gets into an affiliation that does not have a five to six cost leader. Yeah. he If, if Captain America was three threat and exactly the same as he is now, I think that Ghost Rider and this style of list potentially could be meta. Like, oh, I yeah. think it's really, I think the, the downside here is that Captain America is four threat. Mm-hmm. And that four threat slot is really competitive. It's really competitive right now with Enchantress and Medusa yeah. and Carnage and characters like that that are hitting the table that do so much and, when he's just really just sitting there. And I think there are so many underrated fours as well. Like, I'm a yep. big proponent of Ronan the Accuser. I'm, I love Ronan. I, I'm a big proponent of Out of Affiliation Red Skull. Yeah, I mean, he's like the ultimate, like he's like the original OG, like Lockjaw, like he's the, I'm going to deliver this person on a platter to just 
destroy half your list, right? And on top of that, once he does that, he is still massively effective because he can just do action spender, uh, game power off of his cosmic yeah. cube spender, and that spender has a size non restrictive throw. Yeah, and it's energy as well. Yeah. So there's actually a few lists out there now that are starting. Energy is getting more and more popular because more and more lists are struggling to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that Captain Marvel is getting a big boost recently just because of the prevalence of energy attacks into the meta. Yeah, exactly. My only downside, like, Captain Marvel was probably when they were testing the game. If her energy blast that lets her re-roll any number of attack dice was five was five dice... She would be insane. Yeah, just insane. And I understand why it's four dice, mm-hmm. but it's the reason that's it's, it's the thing that's holding it back for me. Mm-hmm. But I've been wanting to play a fifteen of Captain America, Captain Marvel, and Thanos with a gem. <laughs> Let's get her on her flip side. You'll have to bring in all you've got then. Yeah. Well, you don't mind because she also has a good spender too. People forget about that. Oh yeah. For sure. And interesting thing as well, I believe that her binary form token condition is one of the few conditions that does not get removed when you're dazed. Yes, I think so too. That plus the vengeance vengeance tokens for Drax. Yep. Because they're not on the special condition list, they don't get removed when you get dazed. So if she does happen to get dazed and she's binary... You can still leave her for a late activation the next turn because she's going to be sitting at her maximum defense. Yeah. And also just like with between... but You can roll 10 dice, we roll all. That feels good. That's a lot. I would like to do that. <laughs> I'd like to do that. I also, speaking of dumb Thanos shenanigans, I want to play a 14 of 9-point Thanos Black Bolt. Yeah. Black Bolt so the Black Bolt actually would not be half bad in Avengers because the way I look at Black Bolt is he's essentially just needs to get one good attack roll so that he can start paying for his increase a dice and then you just do his spend you do his builder attack over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And you just self propagate. Seven dice energy with a pierce, do enough damage to repay for it, repay for it, do enough damage to repay for it, and you just over and over and over again. Yeah. For seven dice with a pierce energy and a reroll, it actually does a lot of damage. Oh yeah! If you can get if you can get it to self propagate. Mm-hmm. No, I just uh, black bolt being able to roll nine to eleven dice builders seems like really fun. <laughs> oh, that's one sad beast. <laughs> don't bring don't bring that black bolt against this don't against this roster, please. <laughs> So thank you very much for coming on. No problem. It's a pleasure. Um, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you? So if you want to reach out to me specifically, it's through my Facebook page. So Von Darkmore Gaming. Um, you'll see it a lot on all your different MCP pages and in the uh, in Discord as well. See a lot of my content coming through there. Um, I've also got a YouTube that I uh, do as well where I just put up all my games and different games that I've commentated because I seem to be able to commentate a lot of the uh, high level um, you know world top two type thing um, 
And I also put out in-depth character discussions about specific meta characters where people might be struggling to deal with them. So I put videos out on them and how to counter them or how to build around them, for example. Um, Or you just find me at Strike Better with the rest of the gang. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And if you want to find me, I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords and Gdrift on all the non-MCP discords. If you want to hear me talk about TV, which I am currently covering... God, when is this coming out? Yes, so I'm still covering Falcon and Winter Soldier and the new CW show Kung Fu uh, should should have just started up and I'm planning on covering that as well. Um, you cool. can visit ggypt.tumblr.com to hear my thoughts about all of that. And then if you want to see me play something completely different, I play custom Arkham Horror the Card Game with Code App Games, uh, who was a guest a couple weeks ago on twitch.tv slash Games every Sunday morning. Thank you very much for coming on again. Thanks for having me. And keep experimenting, people. An additional announcement that kind of came together between the recording of this episode and the release of this episode is that on April 27th at about 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central Time, myself and... uh, Will from Health Party Protocols are going to follow up on a thing we talked about a couple months on, uh, about a month ago on Health Party Protocol, and do a X Force Cable drop off game versus Thanos Spider Furs drop off, and see which team ends up using better, uh, drop off better, and just you know having fun with the band card. So if you guys want to check that out, I'm pretty sure that uh, we'll. Will will be streaming that, and I will have more specific details coming up soon. So keep an ear out for that.